Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me on our chapter of day journey, where we're in Judges 4 on this Friday. It is verse 4 that resonated with me. It says, now Deborah, a prophet, the wife of Lapidoth, was leading Israel at that time. Today's podcast is entitled, Women and Prophets. One of my favorite characters in the Harry Potter epic is poor Professor Trelawney. And not just because my sister is a dead ringer for Emma Thompson's portrayal of her. Professor Trelawney teaches divination at Hogwarts. The problem is that she's terrible at it, and none of her prophecies ever come true. Only once had she uttered a true prophetic word, a critically important one about Harry and Voldemort, but she didn't even know or realize that she'd uttered it. So Dumbledore hires her in case she ever has another one, which she eventually does. But in the meantime, the students are stuck with a poor teacher who is terribly inept at her subject. Prophecy has a bit of a mysterious role in the great story and in life. In the Law of Moses, God said that he would raise up prophets and gave instructions on discerning if they were truly a prophet of God or not. In the ancient Near East, prophets were common across all religions. Kings and pharaohs had official prophets on their courts. Interestingly enough, in Mesopotamia, the profession of prophecy was predominantly held by women. And in today's chapter, we have one of the most unique chapters in all of the great story. In what is a predominantly patriarchal culture, God uses two women to respectively lead and deliver the Hebrew tribes from their enemy. The chapter opens with Deborah, a prophet, leading the people. And when she prophetically tells a man named Barak that God wants him to raise an army and march against the Canaanite army, he agrees, but only if Deborah will accompany him. She agrees to do this, but prophetically then tells him that because of his lack of faith, the victory will go to a woman. And that woman was Jael. Now, it's hard for a modern reader to understand just what Jael has done. She invites a man, the fleeing general of the Canaanite army, who wasn't her husband, into her tent. This was a huge social taboo. By killing him, she broke a covenant her husband had made with the general superior, which would have brought shame on her husband, another cultural no-no. She also invited him into her tent, and he was there for her guest. Now, in ancient times, and to this day, Near East culture has strict cultural rules about honoring guests. I mean, to the point of even you should honor a guest in your tent or your home, even above your own children. So Jael's assassination of the Canaanite general was a blatant violation of multiple cultural rules. But Deborah's prophecy was indeed true. Before Jesus, prophecy just was. It appears in the great story with little or no explanation. God raised up prophets and utilized prophets, but there's no understanding of how that exactly happened. After Jesus, 
the spiritual gift of prophecy is recognized as one of the important spiritual gifts that Holy Spirit bestows on certain followers of Jesus. Paul even hailed it as being the spiritual gift of prime importance. Now, both Wendy and I have, along our spiritual journeys, had experience of receiving prophetic messages from other people who come say, hey, I've got a, a word for you. Well, we even had some fairly dramatic experiences of God speaking prophetically through others. But I, I also have a number of prophetic words given to me that might as well have come from Professor Trelawney. And along my spiritual journey, I've learned to be discerning. I'll always listen carefully. And I hold on to it loosely. If it means something, I'll know. And if it doesn't, I let it go. So as I sit and ponder today's chapter in the quiet, the larger lesson for me in today's chapter is the fact that God raised up and uses women to get the job done. First, this is one of several examples within the great story in which God uses unlikely people for his purposes. And it's a reminder to me, one, never to prejudge a person, since with God all things are possible, including using unlikely tools and means. It also reminds me, too, never to think or say, well, God could never use me. God would never use me. God did, after all, speak through Balaam's ass. Sorry, couldn't resist. <laughs> you can read about Balaam's donkey in Numbers chapter 22. I also see in Deborah and Jael a foreshadowing of what Jesus will do in raising the status of women within the early Jesus movement. Paul writes to the believers in Galatia, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you all are one in Christ Jesus. And so I enter another day of the journey with a couple of good reminders. I'm afraid I have no prophetic word for you today, my friend. It's not my gift. When it comes to prophecy, I'm afraid I'm not as capable as Professor Trelawney. But I hope you have a great day. 